This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Okay, so there are two little viral things that happened last week. I know how you like to entertain and, and evaluate things that hit the social media as, as much as they uh, become popular. So uh, the first one came from Jackson Smith and Jigba from the Seahawks. And he was sitting being interviewed by Mark Carmen from CHGO. And he was asked about new offensive coordinator Shane Waldron, who coached him in Seattle. And Smith and Jigba paused and he said something to the effect of, are we live? And it certainly did not speak well to his, you know, thoughts and maybe uh, didn't speak well of what he thought of Waldron. I don't know if that's reading too much into it. I wasn't there. I did communicate with Mark Carmen about the context, but um, it didn't seem like he had much to offer. What did you read into that besides uh, getting a good chuckle? Yeah, I certainly got a good chuckle. And my, the, the thing I read into it is that if they're putting out a brochure uh, on Shane Waldron to sell to the, the people of Chicago, it won't include a pull quote from Jackson Smith. And <laughs> you, you know, when Kevin Warren became the president at Ellis Hall, we had, you know, two pages worth of uh, endorsements from people that are in his orbit. I don't think Jackson Smith and Jigba is going to vocally endorse Shane Waldron. Uh, rookie year didn't probably uh, go as he had planned in terms of the productivity. And so um, didn't, seemed like he was a huge fan of what that offense was in Seattle. I understand that, you know, no offense coordinator is ever going to make, be able to make all of his playmakers happy. That's a truth as old as time. Um, I also do think that, that to just like brush it aside and go, Oh no, big deal. Nothing to see here would be naive as well. Because I think as we documented uh, after Shane Waldron was hired, that he, oversaw an offense in 2023 that was less productive in many of the most important statistical categories in the NFL than the Bears had. And so they rebooted with, with someone that was running an offense that wasn't as good. And so uh, Jackson Smith and Jigbo was part of that, and he was clearly a little bit frustrated. And And he, he spoke about it at the Super Bowl, and I think it was one of those reminders that every word, uh, particularly spoken in Super Bowl week, is subject to instant aggregation, and it's going to get under the microscope really quick. I'm just imagining that one sheet, like the handout, Shane Waldron with all his credentials and past jobs and the quote from Pete Carroll and the quote from Sean, Sean McVay. And, and then all of a sudden, Smith and Jigbeth quoted, is this live? Is this live? <laughs> yeah, that would be great. That would be funny. Okay, the second one is a guy that you know and love, uh, or you know well, at least. I don't know about you love, but Brandon Marshall, we both covered him with the Bears. And he had the audacity. It shouldn't be surprising, but this is what... I think people say to get noticed, to get on the um, – get aggregated, to become viral because it was – he could have just said about Jay Cutler he was talking about, his yeah, buddy. I saw uh, it. And he said, you know, Jay Cutler – Former buddy. <laughs> former buddy. Didn't live up to expectations as much as any quarterback, et cetera, et cetera. Could have been great. And I think a lot of people would have been fine with him stopping there and people nodding in, in agreement. Anybody that looked at Jay Cutler's talent level – could see what he was getting to. And then he had the audacity to say, Jay Cutler was the worst quarterback he ever played with. 
Hey everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Jimmy Clausen started the game in 2014. <laughs> Brandon Marshall was on that team. That's just ridiculous. And to give it any oxygen, I feel kind of embarrassed about it. But that's exactly what he wanted, and that's exactly what he's getting because it's so stupid. It's such a dumb thing to say. I did not take the time uh, in my personal life to make the entire list of quarterbacks that Brandon Marshall has played with. But I guarantee you that I could find – more than one worse than Jay Cutler. That would be on that list when we look at it. Brandon Marshall, uh, by the way, who never went to the playoffs, correct? He never broke that 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 streak of of never playing in the postseason, did he? True. No, that's, um, nope, that's true. You know, one of the Brandon Marshall stories I tell among the dozen that those of us who had time to be around him can share uh, is about 2014. And if you remember, there was a day on a golf cart in the courtyard at Olivet Nazarene University before lunch when hopes were riding high that Brandon Marshall put out a heartfelt campaign for Jay yeah. Cutler to be the most valuable player in the league. MVP. And, and yep. was, was just absolutely tooting that bugle as best he could and talking about it. And then you fast forward four months and Brandon Marshall in a hospital with a punctured lung gets released, and rather than just let Charles Tillman handle his uh, radio show appearance, drives out, I think it was like somewhere out near Elgin, after Charles Tillman had already sat in for him for 45 minutes so that he could get in the last word on that conversation to say that Aaron Cromer's comments that, that the Bears should have buyer's remorse over extending Jay Cutler was entirely true. You could make a documentary about the relationship between Jay Cutler and Brandon Marshall, and you could make it 14 parts, and I would watch every second of it. Because I it, would be, it would be the most fascinating yeah. piece of, of television and entertainment that you could possibly get. Because you talk about two guys that, like, for periods really loved each other, two guys who have incredibly different and unique personalities, <laughs> and, and – and and Brandon can't let it go. I'd, I'd be curious if uh, Jay had any retort on Instagram or on Inside the NFL or anywhere else that he uh, has a chance to voice his opinion. These I haven't days. seen it. He's pretty good on Inside the NFL. I'm not. I shouldn't be surprised. He's a Vandy grad, but he is definitely uh, better than I thought he might be. He's a good analyst. I, I don't know that he will respond. If he does, it will be tongue in cheek. I you, know be, you know me. You know me. That's me. Right. 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 <laughs> yeah. I kind of miss those guys a little bit. There's some days where those are fun memories. 